Welcome to the Wake and Rake Podcast, featuring World Series champion Will Middlebrooks and MLB journalist Danny Vietti. Want a chance to be featured on the show? Follow at Wake and Rake Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Now, here's Danny and Will. Happy Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, episode 13. We just, I didn't even know it was Cinco de Mayo, and then Brooksy and I were just talking about the date. And he's like, it's May 5th, and I'm like, holy shit, it's Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Pretty big freaking holiday, it's like... The only, the, the only reason I knew it was May 5th, because the absurd broadcast on ESPN last night of the game I've been looking forward to the most all year, and for two innings straight, I'm just listening to guys dressed up in Star Wars attire talking about Star Wars. Uh, meanwhile, the Astros are getting booed out of New York, and that's what I wanted to hear. I got to say, man, I feel like, look, we work for a good company. You know, CBS does a lot of good things. We do, and ESPN does a lot of good things too, but my do. God, yeah. man, that was terrible. Like, yeah. there's so many baseball fans that were so – have had that marked on their calendar – and they spent a full inning and a half where you couldn't even hear the game. You could do it was a split screen in like the fourth inning, third and fourth inning. Jesus. Anyway, all, all right, I'm having, done. I'm, done I'm all for having fun, but let's uh, let's reel it back a tad. Like let's there was a, there was a, it was weird. There was a baseball game going on in the background of a Star Wars documentary. <laughs> it was really weird. Next. It's gonna be a quick pod. So but it's gonna be a good one. It's hot as shit, by the way, in California right now. It's like oh, it is here too, dude. Florida's brutal. It's like 93 today, but the humidity makes it feel like it's 200. But it's gonna be even hotter on this podcast because it's gonna be given his best bets. So a quick pod, but you know what? It's not always about the you know the size of the wave. Sometimes it's about the motion of the ocean. Jesus. So you keep telling yourself that, but all right. <laughs> First and foremost. I'm pumped. I, I can't go through this podcast without mentioning that minor league baseball is back in gear. Heck yeah. I was kind of doing some math and I put it out there on Twitter. And these minor leaguers since September 2019, that was the last true 600 days. It, it's been 21 months. That was the last paycheck, real paycheck. Figure. I'm not talking about the $400 a week they were receiving for a few months there last year. The last real paycheck these guys got was September 2019, 21 months ago. I mean, aside from money, like just development, there's been a ton of guys. If you're not on the taxi squad or at the alternate site, you haven't been getting any professional baseball reps unless you're playing overseas or in other countries or whatever. Uh, it's just bad for your development. And not to mention, too, they had the, you know, the alternate sites. So when guys got hurt, they were going to alternate site. But now, like Luke Voigt yesterday hit a dinger in AAA. I think it was AAA is one of their minor league ranks. Yeah. And it's like these guys are going to have a rehab, a true rehab now, too. I mean, they're going to be facing real pitching, real games. So it's good for the big right. leaguers, too. It's not just like an inner squad. Exactly. So go out, support your minor league teams. They're back in season, depending on whatever the COVID protocol is with attendance. Go out, support your players. They deserve it. They've had a hell of a last year and a half or so. Yeah, they have. Let's get into these Brooksy's best bets coming you, into the Listen, you name the game, I'll tell you what I like. Let's First up on the slate, Dodgers, Cubs. You got Ooh. Walker Bueller versus Abra Ozale. 
Walker Bueller coming in with a 1-0 record, 3-1-6 ERA, 31 Ks. Abra Alzale, 1-2, 4-7-1 ERA, 23 Ks. Give me your good stuff, baby. Just his, just his, uh, he's a rookie. It's just his 11th start as well. Um, sorry, something just popped up on my screen. I had to get that off. Um, the Dodgers, what is going on? They've lost 12 of 16 and on the brink of being swept by a very average team. If you look at their pitching in Chicago, below average team. Yeah. It's, I don't know what's going on over there. They have a losing. Kershaw, Kershaw through one inning, got shellacked yesterday. Um, but I like Dodgers today because law of averages and law of Brooksy thinks their roster is just better than everyone else's and they're going to get out of this. Uh, I'm going to take the run line here. I like the Dodgers minus one and a half at plus 100. Uh, so you still get a little value there. Uh, Walker Bueller has gone six innings in all five starts, 31 Ks and two walks. Um, this rookie is his first time. Uh, Alzale, that's how you say it, Danny. Alzale, uh, it's his first time facing the Dodgers. He's a rookie. I just, uh, <laughs> I mean, call it law of averages, call it what you want. I think, I think the Dodgers play a lot better baseball tonight and are definitely behind Bueller. I think Bueller pitches a great game. Um, and like I said, plus 100 for the run line, I think that's good value for a, for a Dodgers ball club looking to break out. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Los Angeles other than obviously injuries are piling up. But I had these concerns going in. When you get rid, I don't want to say get rid. When you lose Kike Hernandez, Jock Peterson, that's your depth. Okay, what they were known for was their depth for the past decade of their success. You lose those guys. Now you're relying on guys like Luke Rayleigh. Minor leaguers are are, are uh, undeveloped, un established to now fill those voids. That's a lot to ask for from young guns. And they haven't had to do that for the past decade. That's true. And these are guys that, like we said, haven't been playing against real competition for the past year and a half. They've been at the alternate side playing scrimmages against each other. So that plays into it as well. Um, The Dodgers, I mean, Dustin may going down with TJ, uh, but they have pitching depth for days. I think that's why I think they're going to be okay. I still think they win a hundred games. Call me nuts. I know they're losing right now, but they're going to get hot again. They're just in a really cold stretch right now, and they're going to heat back up. All right, let's move on to the next one. What do you got? So, so that by the way, these odds are coming from William Hill, and you're taking the Dodgers run line minus one and a half. Let's move on to Indians Royals. Shane Bieber, I mean, didn't get any better than that. Uh, Shane Bieber versus the young right-hander Brady Singer for Kansas City. Yeah, Brady Singer has got really good stuff. Um, I think he's one and three, but that's just – not getting run support because he has a right at a three ERA. He's got good stuff. Um, and then Bieber's got 68 strikeouts already, which is a complete joke. Um, that being said, I like the under. It's set at seven, so kind of low. Uh, but I do like the under in this, mainly because the last 10 games, Kansas City's hitting 237 and Cleveland's hitting 216. Uh, and these are two very good arms. This comes down to pitching and pitching only for me. Uh, also, Singer is gonna should be pretty fresh. His arms should feel pretty good. He only threw two innings in his last start because he took a liner off his foot, came out of the game. His foot's completely fine, so his arms should be very fresh uh, to go against uh, this Cleveland offense. Um, yeah, good pitching. I like the under here. There has to be some sort of dad joke here with Beaver and Singer. Oh, when Beaver. I Googled it earlier, honestly, I looked it up, and I, as I was typing it, I was like, that's cute. Singer. That's cute. Just, yeah, I, I don't have a joke, but there's something there. There's something. 
Pirates at Padres. You're liking the run line here. Tell me why. Yeah, um, I just think, well, number one, well, I can't I can't just justify saying, well, it's the Pirates because the Pirates are actually playing some pretty good baseball. <laughs> shout, out, shout out Pittsburgh, dude. They've actually been more competitive than anybody gave them credit going into the season. They really have. They really have. But I, I like the Padres in this one at minus one and a half. Uh, so I I, got, I like them to win by two at minus 105, which is almost straight up value for your money. But Darvish is on the mound. He's been their most reliable arm. We know that. Um, at least six innings in every start, and he's allowed one or fewer in every start. So can't, can't really beat that. Um, I thought, you know, I thought about the under in this one as well, but it was at six and a half, and I, that, that's just too too low for my comfort level. Seven is kind of my my bottom of the barrel for that because then you hit like a three two three to one, you know, you can you can sneak by, but six and a half, it's. I don't know. It's just it's, that number just scares me. So I'm just going to stick run line here. I do think the Padres and their offense is able to win by a couple of runs. Yeah. San Diego with Darvish on the mountain has been a different team. They right. had injury issues with the rotation. And so that's led to their bullpen actually leads major league baseball in innings pitch, but on the bright side, they actually had the lowest ERA in baseball with their bullpen. So, uh, excuse yeah. me in the national league, I should say. Right. right, um, right. So, you know, positive is, you got to get a bullpen. The negative is you're still going through some injury. Uh, that's JT Brubaker for Pittsburgh versus you, Darvish. Yeah, I kind of agree. With you got to got to lean you here and got to lean on that run line. So let's stay in Southern California, just down the road from San Diego. Let's head up the five to Los Angeles, Anaheim in particular. It's going to be Andrew Kittredge for the Tampa Bay Rays going against Shohei. It's Shohei Day up in Anaheim. Yeah, fun game. I like this. Um, yeah, I my initial thought was I like the Rays uh, because the Angels haven't fared well against left-handed pitching. I think they're one in five versus lefties this year. But th- there's been mixed reports. They're saying Yarbrough is going to start, and then there's reports saying Kittredge is going to start. So, but I do know it's going to be somewhat of a bullpen game. So you're not going to have guys in there throwing more than two, three innings tops. Um, this isn't the same Rays bullpen that we've seen the last couple of years. They're hurt right now. Closer Nick Anderson on the 60-day DL. Uh, Sheriff, Chaz Rowe, uh, Fairbanks. Uh, these guys are also unavailable. So it's not the same bullpen, uh, same dominant bullpen we're used to seeing. They have been still getting people out uh, and doing their job, but they're not going to be the dominant uh, type bullpen we're used to seeing. Um, and then it's just, it's Otani. I, I really love what he's doing. I think his command will continue to get better and better and better as the season goes on. That's just part of coming off Tommy John. He's also batting tonight, which is fun. He's second in baseball and home runs right now, tied for second in baseball. Um, And then, oh, there's that guy who's being overshadowed by the two-way player, Mike Trout, best player of all time. Uh, Mike Trout raced for 400. I'm going to make that popular. It's going to be trending on Twitter at some point. It probably won't happen, but it's fun to talk about. He's – Obviously, he's off to his best start of his career, which is absurd because of how good he is. He had a down year last year, 281 on track for 53 homers, but it was a shortened season. But all his his hard hit rate, barrel rate, exit velocity, all that is at the top of his list in his career. Uh, So he's off to his best start, still well over 400. I mean, he's surrounded by tons of talent in the lineup too with Rendon, Pujols, J-Up cooled off a little bit he started off really well but he's cooled off a lot um Fletcher I mean they have a deep lineup so you pick your poison with that lineup I like all the that angels. Say, all like that the angels it's you're gonna let me finish or no no <laughs> I like the angels at minus 121 
Final answer. You okay? You're stressed, then. I'm not stressed. Let's move on. Blue Jays. Let's stick in California, though, because we're West Coast bias. Robbie Ray for the Blue Jays going against Chris Bassett with Oakland. Robbie Ray's coming in with a 2.78 ERA. Chris Bassett coming in 2-2, two and 3.98 two, ERA with 37 Ks. Yeah, I like the A's here. I do for a couple reasons. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking about the under. I'm not sure on the under. It's eight. Um, I'm leaning towards it, but definitely A's on the money line, minus 121. Uh, Bassett's had at least eight Ks in his last three starts. Robbie Ray has actually looked really good. Yeah. His velocity is back to where it was in 2016. He's just, when he's on, one of the nastiest left-handed fastball slider combo guys in the league. But the reason I'm leaning under is because Oakland is a tough place to score runs at night. The ball doesn't fly. It dies. Um, and then another reason I'm going A's here, uh, they're going to, I got them sweeping the Blue Jays. Because when a team goes from the East Coast to the West Coast, I've been there. I've been on teams in, in Boston that go play in West Coast trips. That first series on the West Coast is tough. Yeah. Whether it's a time change, uh, whether it's Oakland, because it's a tough place to play uh, as a visiting team, um, I got to go with the A's. I think they have a, uh, an advantage just because of the Blue Jays' travel. And Bastet's been really good at home. So definitely A's on the money line at minus 121 right now. Um, and like I said, I'm leaning under. I'm leaning under just because it's a it's a tough place to play at night, but um, definitely the money line. You're taking A's money line, you're leaning under. Another thing that kind of feeds into that point, Toronto is actually switching homes again. News came out today that they're moving from their Florida spring training site. They're going to be moving back up to Buffalo where they were last season. So I don't know. Maybe that weighs on them a little bit. Maybe it helps your prediction here. Maybe. Tigers, Red Sox, a little bonus pick them here from yeah bonus i don't get into the numbers too much on this but i, I got to give my red Sox listeners uh a red Sox pick i definitely like uh the run line here minus one and a half i think they can win by two martin perez going uh against casey mize good arms um but the red Sox offense has just been that good and, and they've been that good at home as well uh so i gotta go red Sox here just to it's a it's a it's a tigers team that just they're struggling right now so not a whole lot of confidence. I don't care who's on the mound. You don't have confidence on the mound. You're, or you don't have confidence in your clubhouse. Your team just isn't going to play good baseball. Yeah, the Red Sox game is going to be at 7-10 Eastern time. And the Tigers are coming in at 8-22. And, and the Red Sox at 18-12. and 12, So, yeah, probably a good bet. So, this is a quick pod, quick episode. Brooksy's got kids to get to. You know, diapers to change. But uh, this is free money you're giving away if you're not listening to this podcast. So, you can thank Brooksy later. But, yeah. Yeah, we'll be back later this week to, uh, you know, run down some more baseball news. But until next time, adios, Brooksy.